This is how I'm feeling today, y'all. Let's go. Come on. Turn me up. This is how I'm feeling today, y'all. This is how I'm feeling. Let's go. This is what type of time I'm on, okay? This is what type of time I'm on. Come on. Give it to me. It's been a long fucking two weeks, baby. We back in the business. Y'all know the vibrations. We do not care. Let me get this out of the way first. I am not supposed to be here today. I'm sorry, I'm gangster. Never pay for enforcement. When it's time to slash, I'm the one that I know that I'm bigger. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you one more. I'm going to give you one more. Come on, man. Come on, man. Stop playing with the goddamn guy, man. Damn. This is how I'm feeling today, y'all. I'm feeling a little Yo Gotti vibe. He gave us that free game, you feel me? Come on. He gave us that free game. I got my radio voice on today, motherfuckers. I got my damn radio voice on today. What's the vibe? What's really? Come on. Come on, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we got a lot to get into. Let's go now. We got a lot to get into, man. Hold on, let me turn that down. We got a lot to get into. We do not care. Come on, we do not care. What is good, baby? It is your boy Q, host of the Three Day Weekend Podcast, home of all the bullshit in the world. Episode 10 of season two, we is in this bitch, man. Come on now. Come on, I'm feeling good. I'm finally home. I can finally relax after a long, a long, and when I say long, two long motherfucking weeks, I'm back in my damn chair. Give me that. Come on now. Give me that. Come on. I like it. Cut it out. Okay? It's been a long time, y'all, but I feel good. I hope you are feeling as good as me. If not, I'm finna cheer your ass up. Even though we got a lot of serious shit to talk about today. We got a lot of serious shit to talk about today, but let's get into the bullshit right away, though. The easy shit. The fun shit, all right? I got y'all with this right here. So, I was traveling. I was traveling a lot. I was a traveling motherfucker, okay? I was a traveling motherfucker this, this uh, past two weeks. I went to Albany. Then turned around on that Wednesday, came home for 20 minutes, hopped on a flight, and then went to Iowa. Yes, you ask, why would I go to Iowa? Well, my boy, my boy P. Walsh, he is in medical school over there, getting it done, doing what he got to do. Okay, so I had to go see my man, see how studious he was, how he was giving it up. But that man was drinking all weekend, blacked out three nights in a row. I didn't get there with him, but I was right there. I was close. I'll put my man on blast. But anyway, that's my guy, man. That's my dog. If you know, you know. Then after Iowa, I got home, chilled for a couple days. I came back that Tuesday, chilled for two days. Didn't even really have time to, to shower or shit or sleep. Got right on the road again. Not a fight. <coughs> shit. Not a flight this time. Got right on the road. Headed to New York. And not cool New York. I didn't go to New York City. I went to Long Island. So, yeah, I mean, I'm all over the place. And now I'm back home in Nabeen, Boston. You know the vibes, man. But it was a very successful two weeks. You know, I'm blessed. I feel good. I'm happy that I'm able to do shit like that. I'm happy that I'm able to make those moves and 
you know, uh, you know, go see people, man, because not everybody can do it. Not everybody can travel. So I understand, you know, how lucky I am to be able to do shit like that. But I'm back home and it feels amazing. OK, we do not care. Let me tell you, all though, my time in Iowa was an interesting one. Uh, I have a lot of fun out there. I had a lot of fun out there. It was nice. The weather was beautiful. The women was corn fed. I like them. Corn fed. You know the vibes. <laughs> on this side Carhartt Carhartt down all weekend Carhartt is like Balenciaga over there And I'm Carhartt up all the time If you know me If you know me If you know you know me You know me know me And you see I got the Carhartt on right now So you you know I, I was over there feeling like Michael Jackson in his prime MJ in his prime But I wasn't dancing I was in that motherfucker cooling I, I almost didn't make it though it was, it, it was tough. It was tough, man. I mean, what they do there. So it's a lot of bar hopping. It's a lot of drinking. Apparently the Midwest, that's what that's all they do. They love to just get down and drink. Any excuse to have the drink, they are going to use that excuse and drink all damn day. So we're bar hopping from place to place. You know me, man. I start walking. We walking a lot, too. We walking some miles at this point. And, you know, my knees start buckling a little bit. My back start hurting. And I'm drunk all while this shit is going on. So it wasn't the most pleasant experience in terms of that. But, man, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Any chance you get to party with some real true white boys, man, you you should go ahead and do it. Because partying with white boys, it can be fun. They kind of will uh, They'll get you out of your comfort zone. They'll make you feel real comfortable in being uncomfortable, if that makes any sense to you. So what I mean by that, I guess I'll explain it because that probably didn't make any fucking sense to you. What I'm saying is they, they're going to welcome you. They're going to welcome you, right? They're, they're going to want you to have the most fun ever, bro. Dude, but you're going to be doing some shit you didn't think you'd ever be doing, okay? You're going to be in a country bar, some country bumpkin-ass bar, niggas up there with cowboy hats and cowboy boots, crop tops and Guess they got a car hard on, but I fit in there. But it's going to be a lot of square dancing, a lot of fighting, a lot of rough housing. You know what I mean? A lot of, ooh, look at this nigga. That, that's just unnecessary. I don't even, but uh, that didn't happen to me. You should never get used to that. That's not what I mean by that. What I mean by that is um, you, 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 you just got to, you know, you got to have an open mind. You got to have an open mind partying with the whites. You got to have an open mind. You got to be ready for whatever. You got to be down for whatever. Because if you start going in there with, um, you know, stipulations, you're not going to have a good time. You're going to be pissed off. You are not going to be happy. You're going to come through, say, hey, man, they was doing too much, and I wasn't with it. You got you to gotta have that open mind. That was, that was key to partying with these motherfuckers, okay? Then... They got they, everything closes kind of early, but they keep it going. They keep the party going. I'm used to things closing early down in Boston. That's just how it is. But usually people they go to sleep here. They they mail it in right at two two a.m. It's over. Nope, not up there. Not up there in the Midwest. They keep going. Okay, they keep it going. They find a way. There's this shit out there. It's called the Walking Taco. The Walking Taco. I don't know, man. I never heard of no shit like this in my life. But apparently, this is what they do. They get a bag of Doritos, cut the Dorito bag in half. Open it up, crunch up the chips, then you put sour cream, you put lettuce, salsa, tomatoes, pico, that's all the same shit. You put it in there, cheese, you throw some more cheese in there, like nacho fucking cheese Doritos needed more cheese. Then you shake it all around, you, 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 know, you tie the bag up, you shake it all around, and you just eat it like that. That's called the walking taco. Let me tell you, if they're saying some of the most nastiest hillbilly shit I ever heard in my life, I like it. That shit was good. You know me. I'll try anything. I'm a greedy motherfucker, okay? 
I didn't have one out there, but as soon as I got home, mate, best believe I got me some Doritos. Tried to freak it with the Cool Ranch Doritos, the blue bag. It didn't hit the same, but it still was good. But this is the type of shit that they're doing over there because they are just drinking always, and they are always on the move. Okay, they're looking for the, the next move, man. No time to stop and get some food. That's why they blacking out, browning out, because they ain't stopping to get food. I might have had one meal a day over there. And I'm not mad at it. I mean, normally, for somebody like me, I might get pissed off about something like that. But I wasn't too mad about it, man. I, I wasn't too mad about it. Then, you know, I, I got home. You know, I had, I had a layover and all that. I got home. It was a long flight. No big deal. No sweat off my back. It was a good time. I'm happy with how it worked out. We can move on, I guess, from my es- my vacation escapades, my good times. Because this ain't, this might not be hitting the same to y'all. This might not be hitting like how I'm thinking it's in, but I'm on my world tour vibes. You know what I'm saying? You know how many times I got that one off? I ain't on no goddamn world tour, man, for no podcast. I said, man, I'm on, I'm on a tour right now. I'm stopping in Des Moines, Iowa. You feel me? I'm here. I'm here. You feel me? I'm trying to. You want a picture? You want an autograph? Nobody wanted an autograph, but they best believe they wanted a picture. They thought I was Vince Wilfork out in that motherfucker. They thought I was Big Vince. Especially in that country bar. Oh man, country girl, shake it for me. Yeah. They thought I was big, big, big Vinny. You know, I'm so yeah, I'm from Boston. Oh, okay, Vince. But anyway, anyway, that that happens at home, honestly though. That, that that's sad because this nigga played for the Patriots all them years. That's sad that that bullshit still happens. It's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. We do not care, man. What's up with the gas? What's up with the gas? You know, I'm, I'm about sick of this nigga Joe Biden. I'm about sick of him. They keep telling me it ain't his fault that the gas prices is four thirty nine. I got home, prices is four thirty nine. I'm seeing somewhere in California that the shit is seven dollars, man. Y'all playing these damn games? When I left last week, man, it was at like three sixty, and I was like, that's too much. This shit's getting high. Come home, four thirty nine. In New York, it was four twenty. That's some damn bullshit. I don't know who to blame, man. I don't know who to blame, man. I'm not a political guy, so I'm not going to get into uh, the mumbo-jumbo and all that shit going on. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody needs to take the blame for these goddamn gas prices, though. At some point, I'm about to just start running up in gas stations and blaming the owner. Come on, nigga. I know the oil ain't that expensive now. Now, oil is expensive. But still, come on now. You're playing with me. You're playing with me now. And yeah, you 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 gonna keep getting me because my ass ain't walking nowhere, nigga. I ain't I ain't hopping on no motherfucking bus or train. I ain't got nothing against them, but I like hopping in my damn car. I'm not playing these games with y'all, man. Gas is out of control. We do not care. So while I was out, man, in New York too, like this is this spans everywhere. This is all. Uh, this hits all the points. While I'm out, I, I, I start, you know, observing now. Now everything is content in my head. So if I see you out, you probably going to end up on the pod, baby. That's just how life goes. But yeah, everything is content. So I'm watching. I see people dancing. I see the girls looking for the fellas. I see the fellas looking for the girls. I see everybody, you know, creeping, lurking. I'm just people watching because, man, what? I'm in the club. I'm in the bar, man. I ain't got no other reason to really be there. I'm just going to be up in that motherfucker drinking. And if they're playing good music, which they normally ain't because now places are turning now, now, you know, we know the classic, they'll play, we know the classic joke where they'll play a classic and then they'll turn it into an EDM song. No, now they've, they've updated it. Now they are just upping the tempo. So they're making a classic song like, for example, Slow Jams by Kanye West 
and Jamie Foxx and Twista, a slow song where niggas says they too fast in the club. Jamie Foxx literally says in the beginning, this shit is too fast in the club. We want to give you a slow jam. They are taking that song and fucking speeding it up. So now I'm in the club. Where your new whip? I'm gonna get some cool whip. Like, come on, man, come on. We do not care. I'm, I'm getting real sick of that shit. But besides that point, like I said, I'm people watching in there. So people are doing some funky shit now. Okay, have you ever seen a white person dance? Like a white woman, you know what I'm saying? Like a white woman, middle-aged, you know, and I, I don't know, younger kind of might do the same thing too, but like a middle-aged white woman, man, she just stands there. She gives you that stance and just be swaying. That shit could be any beat. That shit could be any beat and she just gonna sway. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch the YouTube video for this. She just gonna sway. Mm-hmm. Maybe give her, you maybe put the hand up in the air. Sway with the hand. No snapping, because snapping ain't gonna be on beat. Then she's gonna give you a clap. Then she's gonna give you a clap. One clap, not on beat though. She's gonna keep swaying. Another clap is not even gonna make no sense. But she is vibing, having a good night. That's some of the craziest shit I ever seen in my damn life. Okay. I don't know what song she listening to, what drink she drinking, what fucking pills or drugs she's on, but damn, she is having a good night. She is having a damn good time, man. But I don't, I don't know how dudes do it, man. How do you go up to a woman like that and try to dance with her? I guess you just leave her alone because unless you match her energy, then you just going up there. And you just going up there swaying, going back and forth. Yeah, you giving her that, just looking at her. Yeah, you give. I guess, I guess you don't really have a choice in, in that matter. But then I see the dudes. The dudes, they just stand there. They give you the stiff. The stiff. They be drunk. They be drunk as shit just with the, with the stare. I think I'm going to get her, bro. I think I'm going to fucking get her, dude. Like, just, nigga, I don't know if that's going to work, but, hey, to each their own, man, just be fucking, be smart, and don't be a fucking creep. Bottom line, bottom line, bottom line, man. But that that, that kind of spans over, I'm seeing that everywhere. That's not just, like, one location. I'm seeing that everywhere, so... I'm getting I'm getting sick of that shit, man. I'm getting sick of then then you got everybody bumping into you, and I, I know I, I know I'm getting too old for the club or something. When I'm in there waiting for somebody to bump into me, just a little too rough, and I'm I'm ready to fight. Okay, now I'm not even the guy that looks for the fight. Okay, I've been in my fair share of fisticuffs, but I'll be looking for the fight. But man, when they start getting hype. You know, and they trying to get through to the dance floor because the up-tempo, fast-tempo slow jams is on. You got to relax. And I know I'm big, so maybe I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt, but fuck that. But that's how I know I shouldn't be there no more. I want to be sitting somewhere in a nice restaurant, having a nice couple drinks with some good people. I'm over the mumbo-jumbo, the club, man, or the bar, all of the pushing and shoving. Because I'll be ready to swing, and I don't know why. I just, I take offense to it. I take offense to it, and I really shouldn't, but that's how I know. Uh, I'm done with that whole thing. I'm done with that whole thing, man. No, no, I, I, I really am. We do not care. But that does bring me to uh, a bit of a more uh, serious topic. Uh, I guess I'll say um, this kind of plays into the whole going out thing and being in the club and all that. And it's, it's about people playing the fake game what what i mean by that uh is people who are acting fake in certain situations when i feel like you don't have to uh, i feel like it doesn't have to be this way but 
uh, it ends up being a fake uh, jambalaya, like a pool of just fake everybody, every person. Everybody just knows how they feel about each other. Everybody knows that they're, they're not happy where they are in this room, in this situation, but we're going to act like it's okay and everything is all good because we want to keep it cordial, which keeping it cordial is fine. But I feel like as you get older, there's no need to put yourself in those situations, man. Why do you uh, why do you act this way around people that you're not really sure you love, man? As you get older, you want to be around people you fuck with, you love. People that love you, trust you, man. There's some loyalty there. You know, you don't want to have some situations where you in the face laughing. Ha ha, kiki, kiki, ki, I love you so much. And then the minute you out of that place, man, you get and you just start talking shit. I don't like that person, man. I really hate when they kiki key in my face when I'm kiki keying. You know what that person's saying? They're doing the same thing as soon as they get home. They is telling them their, their significant other, their friend, the real friend, their mom, their dad, somebody, the, the same shit that you're saying when you get home. It's equivalent to a man taking off his boxes that was too tight all night or a woman releasing herself from the bra. It's just like, it's like a mask, right? It's like a mask. You're, you're moving around wearing a mask constantly, and it has to feel uncomfortable, and it is uncomfortable. But we, we deny those things. We let things slide, and we keep things moving because we're desperate to be a part of a group. We are desperate to feel like we have friends, a lot of them. We're desperate to keep uh, an image. We want people to look at us a certain way and say, hey, that person's cool. I deem them as cool. Even though this has nothing to do with your life. This is, this is not going to make you progress in any way. It's not going to get you no money. It's not even going to bring you any happiness. But sometimes, for some reason, we are desperate for this overall attention. And uh, I'm over it. I'm sick of it. And I mean, I'm, I talk like I'm an old man, right? But I'm I'm 26, I'm 26, and I'm starting to realize these things, man. I feel like COVID had something to do with that quarantine. He spent a lot of time in the crib, not doing certain things. So this this made me realize uh, things I don't want to be around, things I don't want to be involved with. So I, I'm constantly, I'm constantly thinking about that these days, man. I'm constantly thinking about the, that these days, and I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I was I was a victim of this behavior. For a long time, you know, you want to impress people you don't know. You want to look good on Instagram. You want to look cool on Twitter. So you're going to tweet some cool song lyrics to let people know that you're down, to let people know that you know what's going on out there. You're going to post on Facebook all your accomplishments because you want the 100 likes from all the random people that you never talk to anymore saying, hey, good job, congratulations. You want the love. You want the like. You want the laughing face. You want the care. You want all of that. And like I said, I was that, man. I was there. I might not even fully be removed from that. Because this is something that is embedded in us since the start of social media, man. We're talking 10, 12, 13 years when our brains are still fresh. But now, as you know, we get to this age, it, it realize you realize it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of unnecessary stress that goes with this. And when you're dealing with so many other things in life, you got this person going through this, somebody sick in the family, somebody passing away in the family. Now you're trying to get your money right. You might be trying to chase a dream. Those is real life stressors. 
So if I'm going out, if I want to have a good time, it definitely is not going to be around a situation like that. And that's just that's just the real, man. That's just the real. Because I, I want my situations to be curated now. And I feel like we should all be this way. We should all have to deal with things that we don't want to deal with. And, and nobody is forcing you to, but it, it, it can lead to, you know, it can lead to you maybe feeling bad or whatever, but it just simply comes down to, I got too much on my plate to worry about some shit uh, in a situation where I might not be the happiest, where I'm going to act fake and I'm going to have to laugh all night when I don't really want to laugh or, you know, talk about some shit, bullshit, small talk. That's another thing I hate about the motherfucking club and the bar. If you go to some bars, man, and people ain't dancing, the music ain't right, now you small talking with the shit blasting in your motherfucking ear. We talking, that shit blasting in your ear. So now we just trying to small talk. Hey, yeah, man. Man, I'm over it, bro. I'm over it. Like I said, my ideal situation these days Sit me down in a nice, cool restaurant, somewhere chill, even a bar where we could chill. We could talk, maybe some good music on the background. I don't even got to be good music. As long as we could chill and talk, get drunk, vibe out. And then maybe if we want to step out after, we could step out. But it's a very specific place somewhere we step out, all on the same page. That, to me, is the ideal situation. And that's just how it is, you know, that, that's just how it is. But ultimately, to circle back, it's just about the fake game being played constantly. I know it's got to get tiring, man. I know it's got to get tiring because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired, man. That's a lot of negative energy. Shit that, you know, I, I, I don't ever want to be around anymore, okay? That, that's just how it is. We do not care. Okay, I'm really serious this out there. I'm really serious this out there, but it's just stuff I feel like I had to get off my chest. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with a lot of stuff, man, but I'm, I'm going to continue with some more fed up shit here. Can we talk about capitalism? Okay, that sounds nuts. Hold on. That sounds- we do not care. <laughs> I, I'm like, Capitalism, baby. Let's talk about it. A conversation that is had by everybody every goddamn day. We are sick of that. But no, I want to talk more specifically about the hospital system. Okay, the healthcare system is fucked up. Okay, it's tough. With I love doctors. I appreciate doctors and all the work that they do. This world cannot run without them. But it's the business, the overhead business, the corporate structure that I have a problem with. It creates a toxic, it creates a toxic system. It just does. It leaves doctors and nurses in shitty places when having to talk with families. I feel like sometimes people are being rushed out of hospitals as if they're at a restaurant and there's a 30-minute limit, there's an hour limit. And I'm, like I said, I don't blame the doctors. I don't blame the nurses. They're just doing their job. But insurance companies... These corporate structures, these CEOs, these systems create this, this toxic environment. Okay, we end up sending people home because it's time to go. Your time on this earth is past. Or they're going to send you home when you might not be ready to go home fully. 
and then something else happens during that procedure and they mess up or because it was too early for something. And now there's no chance for survival. I want to just know when can we decipher, you know, when you're talking to doctors and shit, if you've ever been in a situation like this, you definitely get what I'm saying. If not, just listen up for a second. When will we, what, there's a situation where we have a hard time deciphering between uh, the capitalism part or the actual care. You don't know what to fully believe at times because they'll feed you a bunch of big words. They'll feed you a bunch of sentences and none of it really makes sense. But it always ends with, okay, either they're not doing well. There's not much time for them left on this earth or. uh, Oh, they can go home, right? We're going to do this procedure. We'll get them out of here and get them home. And all you want to know is (laughs) how are they doing? Are they ready for this situation? If it's if it's over, doc, let me know. Okay, let let me know, man. Let me know. It, it's a, it's a real frustrating thing when you think about it because we're we're talking about human lives here. We're talking about uh, real shit. When you're in a hospital, you're talking about real shit. You're feeling real stuff, and it seems like the business part of things always comes into play, and then that's when you almost get this sick feeling that life. It's a business at the end of the day. But it doesn't ha- I feel like it doesn't have to be this way, though. Why do I feel like... Why do I have to feel like when I see a sick family member or somebody dying or somebody not doing too well, why do I feel like I have to make these business decisions on their life? Okay, some of y'all might say this is how it is. It's, got, it's just the realistic part of it, bro. This is just... You, you got to deal with it. Okay, I get that part. But man, it's getting real sickening, man. It's getting real. It's getting old. This capitalism game. Don't get me wrong. This is, I guess there's pros, man. But when it's it dips into every single industry, any any way it possibly can, all the way down to death, the big business and death. You know, we need these hospital beds. We need to get this nigga out of here. You need to get her up out of here, okay? We need to. You need to figure out what you exactly want to do because we ain't got time for you, okay? We need the next body in here. It's money. It's money makes the world go round. And it's fucking sick, man. It's fucking sick. And I, I know this might sound so personal because it, it is personal to me. It is very personal to me, man, with some of the issues I've had in the past with my father passing away and other family members not doing too well and being sick and all that and just kind of going through these motions again, you, you, it brings it all back, man. It brings it all back and it leaves you with a lot of distrust. And I know it sounds selfish because some would say there's always been distrust in the system. You cannot believe in it. Don't put your faith in it. But I don't realize it until, you know, it's directly in my face, it's in my front door. And that's the, that's the sad part. Either way, you know, I'm, I'm learning about it and I hate it. I wanted to go a little more into this topic, but I, I just don't know what else to say besides the fact that it's capitalism. It, it, it takes over every single thing we do, man. Every single thing we do. Even it's a matter of life or death. Even down to that. Even down to you not being here no more. That it's, it's 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 sickening, man. It's fucking sickening. Oh.
We do not care. But anyway, man, anyway, I I, I told y'all I was going to get in my serious bag today. I told you I was, man. We need one of these every once in a while. You know what I mean? We we always got to we gotta reconnect. We got to build, and y'all got to know how I'm feeling, man. This is my real life. This shit that I deal with every day. Okay, this is shit how, this is, this is just, you know, this is, this is my personal diary. This is my personal journal. And I'm glad y'all are here on this journey with me, man, as, as I always appreciate y'all. And I always love y'all for listening to me every damn week. Even when I skip a week, cause I'm on a fucking world tour. Apparently y'all still going to rock with me, man. So I love you guys. I appreciate everything y'all do. Y'all keep doing what you got to do in life. Hope I could inspire you a little bit. I inspire, excuse me. Hope I could inspire you a little bit today. Drop some jewels. Hope I made you laugh. I told you I'm in my vulnerable bag today, man. I'm in my feelings bag today. So I got to let y'all know how I'm really feeling. But yeah, man. Make sure to check out all the clips from this episode this week. Follow me on Instagram. Big Q Made It and the 3 Day Weekend Podcast. Subscribe to me on YouTube. This video will be up there. Okay. For my YouTube lovers. And follow me on TikTok. It's Big Q Made It, man. And I love y'all. As always, man, I'm out of here. Tune in and lock in. Tune in and lock in.